Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. November 13th, 2023. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I'm your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. And as always, I thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast, downloading it, telling other people, subscribing, doing all those fantastic things. There will be other uh, links to this on Facebook and stuff if you want to hear it there direct people there uh, if you so desire. Um, we probably hoped that cyber crime would take a break over the weekend. Sadly, it did not. I actually have a ton of tabs open. I actually had to stop looking at some of my news feeds because I had so many things that I already had chosen to talk about. And some of these would be passing discussions on the headline piece um, and a little bit about it. And as always, if you want to go read more about any of these articles, the links are in the show notes. So let's get right into it with the cyber news, uh, cybernews.com. They spell it C-Y-B-E-R, uh, obviously the more correct version than C-Y-B-U-R, but whatever, cybernews.com. This is Villas Petkowskis reporting Boeing breach uh, from the Boeing breach. Lockbit, the group, leaks 50 gigabytes worth of data. Lockbit has allegedly, allegedly started leaking data that the gang stole from Boeing in late October. Uh, the Cyber News research team noted there's around 50 gigabytes of Boeing data leaked online. The bulk of it appears to be various backups. Earlier this week, the attackers leaked the first batch of information, which included a trove of sensitive company data, such as engine part suppliers and technical operators, as well as Boeing's financial and marketing data. So this just kind of goes to show, and I think we even talked about when, when this was first released as a possible cyber incident, which obviously in this case is ransomware, that there would be um, more information coming from this as we go forward. And here we are. We're starting to see the extortion piece of this. Uh, they are probably demanding Boeing send them money for it to stop. Um, but and you'd like and this goes to show that it doesn't matter how big or small you are as a company, you're going to be targeted and it's hard to stop them if they want to get in. Now, the thing that would be nice from this, obviously, is to find out how this got in, but you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't. Is a cyber safety review team on it? I'm going to say they probably not. All right. From cybernewsalso.com, Ernestus Nepris reporting data of 800,000 chess.com players scraped and released. So if you play chess.com, it's just one of the, probably the most popular chess platform out there. They've been compromised. So a hacker under the name Dr. One shared data from more than 800,000 chess.com users on breach forums, an illicit forum and cybercrime marketplace. The leak contains emails, user IDs, names, locations, points, ratings, membership levels, registration dates, and some other details used for playing and interacting on the forum, on the platform. I myself am a chess.com user. I should probably change my web password and go my password is probably 20 characters but um, anyway the compromised data aggregator have i been pwned noted that 99 percent of the scraped emails were already compromised in previous leaks and could be found in their system so yeah, um, this just you know how much you have to worry about this if you're a chess.com player probably not a whole lot if you are Change your, change your password, change your password, turn on multi-factor authentication if they have it as an option. Um, and you're probably pretty good to go from there because um, there is a financial aspect of this. I do not see credit card information or anything like that being compromised. Not to say it hasn't, uh, but again, it's just one of those things that, you know, if you're one of the 800,000, just be aware of it. 
cybernews.com also. This is Valeus Petkowskis reporting again. McLaren Healthcare breach exposes medical data of 2.3 million individuals. So McLaren Healthcare, a healthcare provider in Michigan, has suffered a ransomware attack with perpetrators getting their hands on sensitive data such as medical records. The attackers breached the healthcare provider in late July, roamed its system for nearly a month, um, which McLaren said in a breach notification to infected individuals. So that's July. It means they found out about it in August, and we're hearing about it now in November. Hmm. Okay. In late September, the nefarious, no, notorious rather, Alpha V ransomware gang, also known as Black Hat, posted McLaren Healthcare on its dark web blog used to showcase the gang's latest victims. Uh, the information includes names, social security numbers, healthcare information, or health insurance information, dates of birth, claims information, diagnosis, physician's information, Medical records, numbers, Medicare, Medicaid information, prescription and medication data, a lot of stuff, obviously. So, again, this goes to highlight the fact that healthcare is a huge, 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 huge target. If you're in healthcare, you need to be A, be aware of it, and you need to take means to educate all of your personnel um, and probably do a deep dive into your infrastructure and your architecture and your cyber strategy. And if you don't have one, have someone help you get one because if you're in healthcare and you haven't been compromised yet, it's coming. They are there coming for you. They're going to find you. Um, be, be aware. Bleepingcomputer.com. Bill told us reporting Iranian hackers launch, launch malware attack on Israel's tech sector. Not a surprise, but security researchers have tracked a new campaign from Imperial Kitten, which is the name of an Iranian hacking group, targeting transportation, logistics, and technology firms in Israel. Imperial Kitten is also known as Tortoise Shell, TA-456, Crimson Sandstorm, Yellow Lyric, and for several years, it used the online persona Marcella Flores. It is a threat actor linked to the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, a branch of the Iranian Armed Forces, and has been active since at least 2017, uh, well before that, carrying out cyber attacks against organizations in various sectors, uh, including defense, technology, communications, maritime, energy, and consulting. One of the key things about this these groups is they largely stay Middle Eastern, not to say they don't attack those in the West, but they are largely focused in that general region. Um, and it does say that in a report published earlier this week, researchers say the Imperial Kitten launched phishing attacks in October using a job recruitment theme and emails carrying a malicious Microsoft Excel attachment. There it all is, right? Right there. Social engineering. You know, email. It's something you're interested in because so, it's a job recruitment email and you click on a link. Bad things happen. So, again, it's all about education, making people aware of the threats targeted so you can assess your risk. Uh, Bill told us again, Bill told us is an active, active news guy. But anyway, this is um, Microsoft claims that the Sys8 zero day flaw exploited in was exploited in CLOP ransomware attacks. Threat actors are exploiting a zero day vulnerability in the service management software SysAid, CY, or I'm sorry, SYSAID, to gain access to corporate servers for data theft and to deploy CLOP ransomware. SysAid is a comprehensive IT service management solution that provides a suite of tools for ver managing various IT services within an organization. Again, more you can read about this, but this is just again, again to note that if this is a particular tool that you your organization uses, or that your MSP uses, or you are if you are an MSP or an MSSP, and this is something you use, be aware that this is problematic, and there is a security update available. So it's no longer a zero day now that they know about it, obviously. If you know about it, it's not a zero day. So um, it is uh, the patches for CVE 2023-47246, and there is a software update. So you should switch to version 23.3.36 or later. So if you are a admin, system admin, whatever, pay attention, patch your sysaid today. From the 
at least someone's going to jail file. This is from the register.com, Thomas Claiborne reporting. Uh, it's This is not a good story, but it's a good ending to a bad story. Let's just say that. So child psychiatrist jailed after making pornographic AI deep fakes of kids. Uh, and then this goes to show the the depravity in the world, but a child psychiatrist was jailed Wednesday for the production, possession, and transportation of child sexual abuse material, including the use of web-based artificial intelligence software to create pornographic images of minors. The prosecutors in North Carolina said David Tatum, 41, um, was found guilty by a jury in May and sentenced to 40 years in prison and then 30 years of supervised release and to pay $99,000 in restitution. As a child psychiatrist, Tatum knew the damaging, long-lasting impact sexual exploitation has on the well-being of victimized children, said U.S. Attorney Dina King. Regardless, he engaged in the depraved practices of using secret recordings of his victims to elicit it create illicit images and videos of them. So there, there, the, so it does say the, P, the the indictment provides no details about the AI software used, which is unfortunate because frankly, hopefully they talk to the AI uh, organization that created it so that they're aware of this thing and then kind of stop it. But um, you know, this is going to be, just be aware that with AI, there's always good and always bad. Well, with all technologies, always good, always bad. This is a misuse of the technology, but there are going to be people that misuse the technology. Doesn't mean the whole technology itself is bad. It just is, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, not that, not that that's a good thing, mind you, but at least in this case, someone's going to jail for it. And we'll see more people going to jail for doing the exact same thing. All right. Bleeping computer, Sergey Glatton reporting world's largest commercial bank, ICBC confirms a ransomware attack on November 8th, 2023. I see ICBC financial services experienced a ransomware attack that resulted in disruption of certain financial systems. Immediately upon discovering the incident, they disconnected isolated impact systems to contain the incident. Uh, let's see how, how deep was the incident. But again, I just highlight this just to show that doesn't matter how big you are, you're going to be targeted. Bad things can happen. So again, just to kind of show that, um, this one is from a welcome to the party, I guess, file. This is from wired.com. Lily Hay Newman reporting. And again, this could be a clickbait type of article and not all it's said to be, but it, the headline is the NSA seems pretty stressed about the threat of Chinese hackers and U.S. critical infrastructure. If they're just getting stressed now, all I can say to that is welcome to the party, pal. we've known about this problem for going on 15 years that that nation state actors were going to get in critical we're trying to get into or working on getting in critical infrastructure so uh, let's, let me read from the article a little bit the u.s national security agency is often tight-lipped about its work in intelligence but at the cyber war con security conference in washington dc last week two members of the agency's cybersecurity Col collaboration center had a call to action for a cybersecurity community beware the threat of chinese government bed hackers embedding in u.s i mean come on are we just saying it now this has been got this is ridiculous this has been going on for a long time if you are in critical infrastructure you know nation state actors are targeting your systems likely in especially china especially in electrical and stuff they think they're in there um idea what would be great is to say here's why here's why we how they we think they got in here's what they're doing here's how to find them how about that kind of information that'd be fantastic uh, officials emphasized on Thursday that network administrators and security teams need to be on the lookout for suspicious activity in which hackers manipulate and mis Oh my God, this is a, this is a crazy, crazy article that they're saying it like it's a new thing for God's sakes. I mean, 
Am I am I drinking crazy pills here? Am I the the dumb one here? But anyway, the NSA just so you know, NSA is worried about Chinese being in the critical infrastructure. But let's be honest, they're probably in there somewhere. We need to find them, root them out, and uh, that would be that would be fantastic. Uh, from the you love to hear it file, this is from HelpNetSecurity.com. Since we're talking about China. Helga Labis reporting Chinese multinational bank hit by ransomware. Bummer for them. The state-owned industrial and commercial. Oh, that's the same one. That's the same article I just mentioned. Sorry. <laughs> I repeat the same article. My bad. So um, it's Chinese bank. Bummer for them. Uh, Malwarebytes.com. Uh, who is Peter Arntz reporting? Judge rules it's fine for car makers to intercept your text messages. Now, that one kind of caught my attention, which is why I mentioned it here. But a federal judge has refused to bring back a class action lawsuit that alleged four car manufacturers had violated Washington state's privacy laws by using vehicles onboard information systems or infotainment systems to record customers' text messages and mobile phone logs. The judge ruled the practice doesn't meet the threshold of an illegal privacy violation under state law. Uh, let's see what else it says. The, the Seattle-based appellate judge ruled that the interception and recording of mobile phone activity did not meet Washington the Washington Privacy Act standard that a plaintiff must prove that his or her business, uh, his or her person, or his or her reputation had been threatened. Interesting take. All right. Well, that's going to be interesting to see how where this goes uh, as we continue forward with um, um, personnel. Um, not personnel, um, privacy rights and things of that nature. So I guess we'll just have to kind of see how that one rolls out. I did have one other article that a friend sent me, um, and this is the from disclose.tv. I'm just going to quickly briefly look at this. Australian port shut down over cyber security incident. <laughs> again, cyber security incident. It's ransomware, I'm sure. Impacting goods moving into and out of the country. So again, just get, this is, I'm not going to read this article because um, uh, I'd have to click into it. But basically, again, it just goes to show uh, anybody can be a target and there's, we're all being targeted out there. You need to take means to protect yourself, to protect your family, to protect your business. And part of that comes with knowing that, uh, knowledge is protection. If we can understand the threats targeting us, we can assess our risk, proceed wisely. That's going to do it for this Monday's edition of the cyber smart morning news. I'll be back tomorrow with even more because I'm sure bad stuff is happening right now. Even as I'm recording this podcast, have a great Monday, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.